the Lord. Now, mm -hmm. turn your Bible with me to the book of Jeremiah, chapter 33. Jeremiah, chapter 33. Um, you know, the, the great man of God says a powerful word that um, even the word is still, you know, we still keep saying it. Um, he says, where, <clears throat> where the purpose of a thing is not known, abuse, <clears throat> excuse me, is inevitable. If you don't know the purpose of revival hour, you could abuse it. If you don't know the purpose of your money, you could abuse it. If you don't know the purpose of the church, you could also abuse it. If you don't know the purpose of the children that God has given to you, uh, you could also abuse it. My prayer for you is that you will not abuse God's purpose in your life. In the name of Jesus, I will not abuse God's purposes in my life. In the name of Jesus. Now, Jeremiah, <clears throat> Jeremiah chapter 33, I read from verse 1. Moreover, the word of the Lord came unto Jeremiah. God's word is coming to you this morning, the second time, while he was yet shut up in the court of the prison, saying, Thus says the Lord, the maker thereof, the Lord that formed it, to establish it, the Lord is his name. Call unto me, and I will answer thee. Amen. And show thee great and mighty things which thou knowest not. So that means there are some things that we don't know. For thus says the Lord, the God of Israel, concerning the houses of this city and concerning the houses of the kings of Judah, which are thrown down by the months and by the sword. They come to fight with the Chaldeans, but it's, it, is, it is to fill them with dead bodies of men whom I have slain in my anger and in my fury, and for all, the, for all whose weak, uh, wickedness I have hid my face from this city. Verse 6, Behold, I will bring it health and cure. Amen. And I will cure them. Amen. And reveal unto them the abundance of peace and truth. Amen. Praise the Lord. So we're looking at uh, point number six what it takes to fulfill your purpose it takes prayer it takes prayer you see prayer is, is deeper than just communing with god in the place of prayer you have access to the secret of god and we understand that the last time that we met i mean we talked the lord uh, help us that we looked at this is that we understand that why must we pray we mentioned one we need to pray so i'm going to mentioned, uh, you know, the first one. Uh, one, why do you need to pray? So if you are not taking notes, you have opportunity to take notes again now. We, we, why must we pray concerning our purpose? We pray in order to receive grace, to see the vision fulfilled in its appointed time. According to Habakkuk chapter 2, verse 4, it tells us the vision is for an appointed time. Every purpose has an appointed time. Every purpose has an appointed time. And so for you to see it fulfilled, you need to pray. You need to pray. Now, um, also, we, we, you know, why must we pray? We pray without ceasing because in the place of prayer, which is um, um, we, in the place of prayer, we understand divine direction from this scripture where we read now. Divine direction. Are you, are you confused or are you, are you perplexed or hopeless? You're not sure of something. You don't know what is going to happen and so on. 
your mind is not at peace, then that's why you must pray. You must pray. When we engage ourselves in the place of prayer, all doubts are cleared out. All confusion are cleared out. The heaviness, the load are lifted up. If you can pray. If you devote yourself to praying. And I want you to know that prayer has, a, has an arch enemy. What is the arch enemy of prayer? Distraction. 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 Have you noticed that when you want to pray, uh, when you want to pray, that is where Satan brings different thoughts to your mind, particularly thoughts that are discouraging. Bring situations, bring persons, bring things, and so on and so on to your mind. That tells you that the enemy does not want you to pray. And yet the devil will not encourage you to pray. No. He will do everything. Look at, for instance, like revival hour. I mean, you could see, you know, the number of people that God is drawing to himself. Now, there is still more. And our goal is that all members of the community where you are, and that means if you are, if you are not in this nation, that includes your nation, all members of the city, all members of the province, they will gather for revival hour in the name of Jesus. It is a vision. It will come to pass in the name of Jesus. Where early morning people will connect all over the world. It shall come to pass in the name of Jesus. The zeal of the Lord will bring it to pass in Jesus' name. Now, that is the vision. We need prayer to bring that to pass. Now, that is why we must pray. Now, God says to the people of Israel, say, call unto me. Yes, while God was speaking this word, Jeremiah was in a prison. You might be in a prison-like situation right now. As we have prayed from the book of Psalm 40. To bring me out of every mire clay, out of an horrible pit. Jeremiah was shut up in a prison, yet God's word came to him in that prison. He said, all you need to do is call unto me. Now, that visitation of the law was for two purposes. One, not only for Jeremiah, but partly for the people of Israel. Remember, they had gone into captivity. They had been taken to Babylon. And why was Jeremiah put in prison? Because he told the king the truth. He stood on his own and said, this is what God says. God says, if you don't repent, you are going, you're, you know, your enemy will come and invade your land. They thought he was joking. And he came to pass. And when he came to pass, then the king said they should arrest him and so on. Now, so the Bible says, call unto me and I will answer thee and should that mean God is saying, despite the fact that you are in a prison-like situation right now, if you call unto me in that prison, like Jonah called, what will happen? I will show you greater. That means I will reveal my purpose. I will reveal what I'm about to do. In the next few seconds, you are going to be calling upon God, asking him to reveal the abundance of peace. Look at what that verse, uh, in, uh, in verse, uh, verse 6 says. Abundance of peace and truth. That is your testimony this morning. Maybe your, 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 your heart is heavy or your there's something that is not clear regarding the direction or something. To clear every doubt, you need to pray. You need to pray. It's not by complaining. It's not by sitting down on your phone or Google. Uh, you know, No, you don't pray that way. Actually, any serious prayer you want to pray, you take out anything that's distracting you. One of the things distracting our generation is our device, our phone. Oh, when you want to start praying, you just hear, Tum! message. And what, what happened? You quickly look at it. Or you want to pray. You remember, oh, you need to call somebody. Oh, you need to reply to an email. 
Oh, you need to do this. It takes discipline in order to pray. So that is number two. Why we must we pray? Your purpose will not just fulfill itself. Don't let anybody fool you. That is just the truth. You need to engage, you know, in the place of prayer, asking the Lord. Number three, why do we pray? So number two, we mentioned to understand divine direction and instruction, to receive instruction for the next phase of your life. Is you receive it in the place of prayer. In the place of prayer, I have received direction. Uh, programs, whether messages, whether personally or family-wise for children, whatever thing. In the place of prayer, God has opened my eye. I was still sharing with uh, my wife a few days ago. There's one of the brethren that traveled. And I remember I was just having, um, you know, uh, I would say enough, enough for about maybe five, 10 minutes. The moment I closed my eyes and I saw a clear vision where this beloved, the, the, the person that I traveled, uh, the enemy was trying to, you know, wreck an arbor. I mean, in the broad daylight, I wasn't like I'm just a few, few minutes of now. And instantly, that means at that time, God is saying, no, don't sleep. There's no time to sleep. And so I convert that now to sleep, I mean, to prayer. And I was praying. I said, Lord, in that little time that I have, I said, Lord, you show this for a purpose. Whatever this person may be, let it be well. Let it be well. No evil shall befall this person. Lord, preserve this person and so on. So in the place of prayer, you see things about yourself. How about my own self? Oh, of course. Oh, of course, many times in the place of prayer, God will reveal his word to me. His word becomes a living word unto me. Many times in the place of prayer, I'm praying, maybe I fell off asleep or after prayer I slept off, God visits me. Now, so in the place of prayer, you have access to many things. You have access to many things. In the name of Jesus, God's plan for our life will come to pass in Jesus' name. Um, now, in the place of prayer, we receive the church growth mandate for the year. Yes, uh, you know, that reminds me, of, I saw a wonderful conversation going on um, in our evangelism WhatsApp group. Um, I've never had a chance to read them more, but I had a brief understanding of what the conversation was. Uh, for our brethren that, that were in that conversation, I thank God for your life. However, I want you to know specifically, we don't do things because people are doing them. We don't do things. No, we do things because this is what God wants us to do. If we fought, if you are doing things because, oh, uh, we have uh, some people setting up a room. No, that's a wrong motive. And the church growth mandate is not, is not, uh, and uh, it is not something that uh, as, as a person, I say, oh, well, this is the way I want us to go. No, it is in the place of prayer. Specifically, God said, this is what it should be. So if God is saying this is our church growth mandate for the year, I tell you that even covers everything, uh, campus and everything. So uh, it is in the place of prayer. We receive them in the place of prayer. It doesn't just come by, you know, by head knowledge. It is not head knowledge. It's not by calculating we want to do the know. And we don't copy unbelievers. No, they are the ones that will copy us in the mighty name of Jesus. So all of this is in the place of prayer. That's why... If you are too busy to pray, then there's a lot that, that will be hidden concerning your destiny. And then uh, we'll take one more. Now, why do we need to pray? We pray in order to receive power 
for the fulfillment of God's purpose. Power. Now, this power in this case, power is simply defined as ability to do work. Ability to do work. So power in this context represents strength. It represents joy. It represents spiritual power even to, to ward off every devil that may want to come your way. So in the Bible, it says in Micah chapter 3, if you're in Micah, you can read Micah chapter 3, verse 8. Micah 3, 8. But I am, I, but truly, I am full of power. By the spirit of the Lord and judgment and of mine to declare unto Jacob his transgression and Israel his sin. So we need power and we generate this power in the place of prayer. Zechariah chapter 4 also tells us about, he said, It's not by power. It's not by my, it's not by man. By my spirit, says the Lord, is not by power, is not by power, is not by power, is not by my, is not by my, by my spirit, says the Lord, is not by power. I want you to unmute your device, you know, by my. As we sing together, oh, by my spirit, this mountain, this mountain, I bear this mountain. I don't know what is that mountain before you dream. Lord Jesus, I thank Holy you for Spirit, 
is not by might, it is not by might. Go ahead and pray. Go ahead and pray. Go ahead and pray. Come on, this morning. Come to me, In the place of prayer, mountains are removed. In the place of prayer, mountains are removed. Let me in your heart. Pray. And if you have prayed that prayer of salvation, I want you to please make sure you reach out to us and then join the Believers Club. Now we have we are going to apply what we have what we have had. Now I told you what the vision for revival hour is. It's for all of our nation, community, city, province, nation, all over the world. Join. We are going to pray for that vision. Uh, thereafter, we are going to pray for you. You are going to pray for yourself. The Lord, your vision for my life, your purpose for my life. Remember, we mentioned you have it is in the place of prayer, you give it up. You pray, they come out, they come out, you receive vision, you receive strength. You are going to pray and say, Father, every mountain before the fulfillment of the revival was dream and vision. Let such mountains be cleared up in the name of Jesus. Let there be certain manifestation in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. This mountain shall be removed. This mountain shall be removed. It's not by my mind, it's not by power, but by my spirit. The spirit of the Lord will bring it to pass, but we have our own role to play. Father, in the name of Jesus, spread your word into every home, every mountain the enemy might be using. Just command them to be removed. We command them to spread up in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. Amen. You are going to pray and say, You are going to pray and say, In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Every mountain. Every mountain, every obstacle before the fulfillment of God's vision for my life, mountains will remove in the name of Jesus. We remove in the name of Jesus the dream of God, the purposes of God for your life. We come to every 
And lastly, you are going to pray and ask the Lord every morning before tomorrow's service, before all our programs. In this year, I want you to know Satan will do everything possible to try and hinder. We've seen instances where, you know, I mean, not in our program here, but talking about, you know, church, you know, church programs that revival, crusade, and all of that, where the devil just make rain to fall. But God has always stopped such evil rain. So you are going to pray every mountain put together mm. by hell before mm. tomorrow's services. Be cleared up in the name of Jesus. You mountains, be cleared off in the name of Jesus. Mountains, be removed. Go ahead and lift up your voices in the name of Jesus. Every mountain before tomorrow's every service. Mountain every before tomorrow's mountain I want you to lay your hand upon your body if you are sick, and if you are not sick, I want you to stretch forth your hand towards heaven in anticipation to receive something. Everybody needs help. I need help. You need help. Father, I thank you for your word this morning. I thank you for drawing us together. Again, you, you command us to pray, and that is exactly what we will do. We have made up our mind that we will pray. We will not be lazy in the place of prayer. We will not be lazy in the place of prayer. This morning, I pray for divine empowerment for all your children. Lord Jesus, I pray, including myself, every one of us, and those that are not here, empower us to pray that we may see the great and mighty thing you have in store for us in this land in the name of Jesus. Amen. Lord, the enemy is using to distract us from prayer. We silence those distractions in the name of Jesus. Lord, Amen. I pray this morning all that your children have asked, turn them to testimony in Jesus' name. 
Is there anyone that is speaking among them this morning? Be healed in the name of Jesus. As you have any good purpose for your life, will surely come to pass. In Jesus' mighty name, we are afraid. Daniel, the generation of yours, they are turned to testimony in Jesus' name. Amen. Nothing will make you afraid in the name of Jesus. Amen. And as God told us on, the, on day one yesterday, he said that you should rejoice because all shall be well. I decree in the name of Jesus, all shall be well with you. Amen. The Lord will put laughter in your mouth. In Jesus' most powerful name, we are praying. Amen. 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 Brethren, join us tomorrow in person and online. If you are asleep, if you are walking or you are not in the city, uh, then you can join us uh, online. Even if you are walking, you can request to have the day off. We have done it several times, and I know God is a reward that He has rewarded us in ways that we couldn't imagine. Brethren, I want to encourage you to keep praying. I want you to know that God answers prayer, and as you keep holding on to Him, in the name of Jesus, we will hear your testimony.